Yo, how is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. It has been a wild first day of the draft. We've got a ton to cover for you guys, and everything is not as it seems. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today I am joined with my co-hosts, Parsh Shaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, guys? It's going good, you know, a lot of prospects still there at 43 and 50 for the Bears, so it's exciting, and the draft is fun. Good for uh, actually going great for me too you know a lot of prospects that i wanted are still on the board um so yes it's been a great day plus the packers <laughs> messed up their whole drive but we'll talk about that later we will get onto the packers later you know uh that was a crazy crazy first round i'm glad that everything went smoothly uh you can't really be mad about that but let's just hop right into it we're basically reacting to the first round here as bears fans let's hop right into it i'm gonna start with this first one Uh, The question is, which pick by an other NFC North team surprised you the most? I think this is an obvious one for all three of us. The Green Bay Packers traded up for pick 26 from the Miami Dolphins, choosing Jordan Love, quarterback from Utah State. Not saying I'd like or dislike Jordan Love. A very questionable pick. He's He's a developmental guy. I don't think you go for someone like that that early. As the board was playing out, I was like, I'm pretty sure Jordan Love's going to slip to the second round. You know, Justin Herbert was taken early too, sixth by the LA Chargers. But uh, an extreme developmental quarterback, uh, the Packers decide to pass up on taking a skill player and end up taking a quarterback for the future. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers can't be very happy about that one. Parth, which uh, which pick by another NFC North uh, team surprised you the most? I'm going to also say the Vikings, you know. Um, so I'm in a group chat with a lot of Vikings fans, and they did not want Justin Jefferson at all this whole entire draft. And they took Justin Jefferson, which was which pissed them all off. They weren't happy with the pick. Um, they all wanted Denzel Mims or Brandon Ayuk Jr. or whatever his name is from yeah, Arizona State. Yeah, had both those choices on the board. And they were both there, and they took Jefferson, who's a slot wide receiver, and Adam Thielen's also slot. So now they got two guys at slot and not an outside wide receiver that they could have replaced Diggs with. So yeah. they're all not I'm, too happy about that. I mean, I'm sure if you look at uh... – at Thielen, he could probably play outside. But looking at the receivers picked in this draft, you've got uh, Henry Ruggs, who uh, went. Where did Ruggs go? To the Las Vegas, or yeah, yeah, Ruggs went to the Raiders. And then you also have the Eagles with Rieger, the Vikings with Justin Jefferson, and the Denver Broncos at fifteen with Jerry Judy. Jalen, what was your uh, what, what NFC North pick surprised you the most? It has to be the Packers. One, they traded up for Jordan Love. I don't know why, because they traded up from 30 to 26. 27 was the Seahawks, 28 was the Ravens, and 29 were the Titans. All of them don't need quarterbacks, so I don't know why they traded up four picks to go get Jordan Love. That was definitely a shocker. You know, I'm pretty sure they're still in winning now, Mo. You want to build a team to help Aaron Rodgers, you know, win, not a person to who's going to potentially take Jordan, I mean, Aaron Rodgers' spot down the road. So now, the Packers, that, that draft pick was definitely shocking. Uh, like, I, I actually laughed at it because I'm like, that's crazy, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not a cheese head, I, so I'm just laughing at it. Absolutely. Uh, before we get into any prospects that are still available, I want to ask you guys, are you happy now seeing how the board played out, which it was a bit odd at some points. Are you guys happy that Ryan Pace stayed put and didn't trade up? Obviously, he still could trade up tomorrow. It would take a lot less to trade up in the second round than it would be to trade up to the first round. I'm going to start off by saying, yes, I'm happy that he stayed uh, put. I've got a list here of about, I think, 14 prospects that I would be super happy 
if they were with the Bears tomorrow, and the Bears pick in 11 picks, so the Bears are probably, unless they go for a reach player, going to end up with a very good prospect. I, I, I can't guarantee it because, obviously, Pace has made some bad draft picks in the past, as he's made some good ones, but there are definitely going to be some very good players on the board for the Bears, so we'll see how this one plays out. Parth, were you happy that Pace did not trade up tonight? Yeah, I mean, it, it, there was a point where if, like, a tackle like Tristan Wirfs or, or like, um, yeah, was it Wirfs who was dropping? Yeah, Wirfs yeah. was the one thing. Yeah, if he, like, fell to the 20s or something like that, then I would have said, like, Pace, pull the plug. But, yeah, no, I think I think I'm fine with where we're at, especially, like you said, I, I've got 13 prospects myself that I'm cool with that we can take, and I definitely, I feel like at least one of them will drop to 52. So I think we get two of my guys that I want. And overall, I think trading trading up would have just hurt the draft picks in the future as well, and which is something we need to get younger as well, so I don't think it's needed. Absolutely. Jalen, were you happy that Pace stayed where he did tonight? Yeah, I've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast. You know, I, I felt like it was no need to trade up in this draft. We already had draft capital to begin with. Um, so I'm I'm very I'm very happy that Pace did not draft. I mean trade up, excuse me. It's a lot of prospects on the board that are definitely going to be there at 43. Um, I have about 12 guys that I would be ecstatic if the Bears drafted. You know, so I'm I'm very excited or I'm very happy at the same time that Pace you know didn't trade up. Absolutely. So next we're going to go into some prospects. Uh, let's only name a couple each because I know we all have have pretty big boards of who's left. But I'm going to start off with a couple prospects that I like, you know. Um, I think the wide receivers weren't expected to be this deep entering round two. But we've got guys like Michael Pittman Jr., wide receiver from UFC, USC. KJ Hamler's also on the board from Penn State. And then finally, Denzel Mims is there from Baylor. Finally, one thing I've talked about throughout this entire process is getting a plug-and-play offensive lineman. Uh, I like Josh Jones a lot. I like Urza Cleveland. I like Lloyd Cushenberry. They are all there. As long as all three of them aren't picked, the Bears will have a choice at a day one starter, preferably Cushenberry because he could play guard and center. Um, but just overall, I, I'm sure these guys are going to cover it more. A certain tight end that might be available is still on the board. Uh, a ton of secondary members are still on the board. So as far as trading down, because I've talked about trading down goes, I think the Bears will be able to wait until 49 or 50 to make that decision as long as there's teams that want to trade up. But I would say pick at 43. There's a ton of good talent at wide receiver uh, and offensive line, and, and there's also some great secondary members. So Parth, give us a couple prospects you're excited about that are still on the board for tomorrow. Well, if you look at it, no safety was taken in the first round. Um, McKinney? I think it's Xavier, Xavier McKinney, McKinney, yep, from Alabama. Yeah, he's still there. Grant Delp is still there. Antoine Winfield, who's my personal favorite safety, is still there. And so is Jeremy Chen, who you're very high on. So yeah. I'm just going to name all the safeties. I would be very happy if McKinney felt to Yeah, play. I mean, considering his relationship with Eddie Jackson from their time together at Alabama, uh, I'm not sure if they actually played together, but just knowing the similar systems, I'm sure they would work out together well. And uh, and then Winfield, I've been very high on him in the past podcast. I'd, be, I'd love to get Winfield at 43. And... Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of safeties left. I knew you said there's a lot of wide receivers, and there's a couple good offense linemen out there, too. I'm pretty sure Jalen's going to bring them up, so I'll let Jalen take yep. over. Uh, Jalen, who are some prospects that you like? I know the one cornerback you're about to name, but who are some guys? <laughs> yeah. Talk about some secondary yeah. guys you still like heading into day two. 
Uh, so secondary, so uh, Grant Delpit, I, I was really hoping he fell to the second round, which he is. Uh, Trayvon Diggs was probably one of my favorite secondary uh, or my favorite prospects coming into this whole draft. I'm a big fan of him. I, if he falls to 43, I would probably like scream my head off. Um, who else? Like like Parf said, Xavier McKinney, Antoine Winfield, um, Jeremy Chen. You know, it's a lot of DBs that that could be day one starters for the Bears. So I just I just can't wait to see how the draft board plays out at 43. Absolutely. And two of the guys on my list are yet to be mentioned by any of us. Obviously, Cole Komet, tight end out of Notre Dame. We'll see if he falls all the way to 50. But one that you guys completely forgot that really could be there tomorrow for the Bears, depending on how this board plays out, that we haven't talked about at all, is Christian Fulton. He's a cornerback from LSU. The Bears met with him. I think it was a top 30 pick. He has obviously fallen out of the first round, out of the top 32. He's a great prospect that could possibly be there and someone that I definitely did not expect to make it this far. You know, Damon Arnetti, someone who I had in the third round of my mock draft a couple days ago, went in the second round to the Raiders at 19. That was the pick that we traded them. Um, AJ Terrell went a little bit early, I think. So Christian Fulton is someone that's there on the board that could be very, very interesting for day two. Last question before we close this mini pod off that'll still go up as a podcast. What position do you guys think is most important to address Seeing how the board played out, uh, I'm going to go first here. I'm going to say if the Bears keep 43 and 50, I think they address... Ah, it's so tough because it's, I think they definitely address offensive line if, if, if someone's there that they like. And then it's, it's, it's really a toss-up for me between cornerback and wide receiver, like secondary and wide receivers because it's, there's so much mm-hmm. talent in both of those groups. Uh, I, yeah. I still personally think trading back's a decent idea. A lot of guys are looking to be falling. I think this virtual draft makes everything a little bit hard. Uh, the question for me is, will there be a tight end that the Bears want at 163? That's the real question for me. Guys like Thaddeus Moss have been falling there for me in mock drafts. Obviously, mock drafts haven't been too predictive of what's actually going to happen. But I'm going to say the biggest needs to address are offensive tackle, and I'm just going to go with my gut and say wide receiver. Um, so what do you guys think is uh, the most important position or positions to address now heading into day two? I mean, tight end is definitely a big need, but I don't think Pace takes a tight end in round two. I think a smarter decision would be to trade 163 for a guy like OJ Howard, but that's just a whole other conversation. But um, I think offense lineman is definitely our biggest priority going into the round two. And uh, I'm biased, but I, I really like Antoine Winfield. And if he's there at 43, I want him at 43. So <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm Jalen, what do you think is the biggest position positional need heading into this day after we've seen how the 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 board has fallen off has fallen? Offensive lineman, uh, it's, it's a, a lot of day one starters. I think uh, still on the board with Damian Lewis, Alora Cushenberry, Josh Jones. I, I think yeah, Josh Jones out of Houston. As we're calling, uh, but, yep. uh, but if. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad if we took a receiver or a cornerback or, or or DB in general, but hopefully we we take somebody that's actually gonna help us day one. Hopefully we don't take a quarterback or nothing like that. So yeah. as long as it's a tight end, offensive lineman, DB or receiver, I, I'm I'm gonna be happy with it. Parth, Jalen just said that he would be happy with drafting a tight end tomorrow. So you're, that's that's assuming Jalen. I, I assume that you're fine with drafting Cole Komet, whether it's at forty two or forty three or fifty. Definitely. I, if we draft Cole Komet and he's still there at 50, I would trade back and, and take him. Give yeah. Him a picks. Um, it's an interesting one. Parth, 
obviously we've we've all we've both said that we're fine with wide receivers and yeah. secondary in the offensive line, but would you be fine with taking Komet tomorrow if we stay in the second round? Oh, it's it's something I just haven't thought about as much, you know, because going into the draft, I, I mean, going like last week, we didn't even, we still had Trey Burton on the roster, so I didn't think about tight ends in the draft at, at all. Much less Komet falling this far if he does make it through, you know, 10 picks tomorrow. I, I, he definitely will. I don't I don't think people are as high on tight ends this year. I'd rather take a wide receiver 20 than the tight end one this year. I think someone tweeted that out. Um, I would be fine with Komet at 50. But again, tight end rookie tight ends have never produced as much as people would hope, and I know the Bears are in win now mode. So if you want to win now, Cole Komet would be a risky option for sure. That's what I'm gonna leave it at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the same time, Jimmy Graham's not gonna be there forever, so I'm gonna say yes to the Cole Komet pick. You know, as much as I I like the tight ends in the later rounds, and I think trading back would be a smart choice. There is a ton of talent left on the board, so it's gonna be a really tough choice. But I think we all can agree that. Interior offensive lineman, offensive tackle, safety, wide receiver, or cornerback, any of those at 43 is fine. That'll pretty much do it for this episode, guys. We're grinding it out late. You guys are going to see this around midnight or when you wake up in the morning. Thank you guys very much for the support. That'll pretty much do it for this one, though. If you want to find more content from us, go check out BearDown.com. We've put out a ton of good draft content on there, and we'll keep it up as the draft progresses. Um... If you want to follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, you can at Bear Down. And be sure to follow all of our fan pages on Instagram. Those are in the description. That'll pretty much do it for us, guys. I'm super excited about round two, guys. Any last uh, any last words before we go into this? Uh, tomorrow's going to be a great day. You know, Welcome two Pro Bowlers to the roster. Just watch. <laughs> do not take a quarterback. That is it. Yeah, I don't That's want Jalen Hurts or Jake Fromm. Those are those are probably the please, next two guys. Please do not draft Jake Fromm. Please do not draft Jalen Hurts. No okay. Beeson. Yep. Just don't take a quarterback. That'll pretty much do it for us, guys. Once again, I said it earlier, we've been grinding it out all night, and uh, we're having a lot of fun with it. It should be a good day tomorrow. I'm your host, Chris Mulpey, and thank you guys for tuning into the Bear Down Podcast. And as always, Chicago, stay safe and bear down. Peace. Peace.